Welcome back to Considerations from the Country from the Deeper Dive Podcast. My name is Bill Winnell. Uh, as always, joined by Father Larry Swink. Good afternoon, Father. Hey, guys. Good, uh, good afternoon. Father's joining us remotely today on his day off. So the audio is a little off, but we'll get through it. So today is a memorial of St. John Neumann, or if you're in the U.S., I guess some people say Newman. Um, today, Father's going to reflect on the gospel according to St. John. Jesus... Jesus decided to go to Galilee, and he found Philip. And Jesus said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the town of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one about whom Moses wrote in the law, and also the prophets, Jesus, son of Joseph, from Nazareth. But Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come from Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, here is a true child of Israel. There is no duplicity in him. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, Before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered and said to him, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than this. And he said to him, Amen, amen, I say to you, you will see the sky opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Father. Okay. Well, today uh, is the Feast of John. I'm going to say a little bit about him and a little bit about today's gospel. And first, it's just on this one um, sort of virtue of uh, Nathaniel, which is sincerity. Uh, it's said in the gospel today that there's no duplicity in him. And another word in the original language is Sincerity, which means no gu- another or another translation, no guile. Once uh, Saint Josemaria was asked, "What's the most important virtue that you need in the spiritual life?" and he said, oddly enough, everyone thought he was going to say humility. He said sincerity. The Latin word actually is interesting. In um, in uh, Roman uh, pottery shops, in the front of uh, the shop, there would be a sign. It said it would say pottery, and then you know I'm using the English word, but in Latin it was sinacera, which means without without wax. So what it meant is like, you know, what we used to happen in the time of Christ is if they cracked the vase, they would sometimes put a little wax in it and paint it so you wouldn't know the difference. And the idea is that there's what you see is what you get, you know? And sometimes it's hard to find people like that, that are just not double-minded or, you know, that are are truly sincere. Now what sincere means just you're a person that, you know, um, in a good way, um, you, you, you're, you, there's a goodness inside and outside of you. And, you, and also, there's also um, not afraid to show one's weakness is, is to be helped. Uh, and I think it's a very necessary virtue. All that being said, today we've got John Newman. I guess we would, uh, this week I think it's proud to be American Saint Week. Because John Newman is the first male, uh, male uh, American saint that has been canonized in uh, the United States of America. He was born in Bohemia. And... Uh, what happened was when he was uh, trying to get ordained at the age of 25, uh, they forgot about him <laughs> and they, or they didn't have room for him. So he decided to walk to Paris, get on a boat uh, into the United States of America, went to Manhattan and asked the bishop of New York if they, he could use him. And the bishop was more than happy to take him because he had 36 priests for 200,000 Catholics. So uh, his diocese stretched from uh, basically uh, Manhattan to Lake Ontario uh, to Pennsylvania. Um, and so, uh, John, actually, John's parish was Western New York. It went from Lake Ontario to Pennsylvania. So he had 
a huge amount of land to co- to cover. Uh, when he was asked what, what after he got ordained as an American priest, he was asked, "Would he like to be in the city or the country?" He chose the country, and uh, would spend basically all his, all his time traveling from village to village, climbing mountains to visit sick, staying in garrets and taverns to teach and celebrate mass on kitchen tables. Uh, because of the work and isolation of the parish, he longed for community. He uh, he actually had a nervous breakdown, um, and uh, he. Uh, he asked his bishop if he could join a religious order, and he did. He needed community, he needed fraternity, and he joined the Redemptorist and really uh, took off again uh, with the help of his brother priest and with the community and the more stable prayer life. Uh, he was able to to, uh, to basically uh, do well again. And then what happened is um, soon thereafter, they made him a bishop. And um, John Neumann is a kind of an interesting uh, guy. He's short, and he had a funny accent, but people loved him and he opened up thousands and thousands and thousands of uh uh you know just you know hundreds of institutions uh for for learning uh schools uh hospitals uh you name it he did it and uh he worked tirelessly until he passed collapsed um on july 5th uh 5th 1860 uh in philadelphia street and was 48 years old makes me nervous but anyway um just a great guy and, uh, you know, in that gospel, it said, can anything good come out of Nazareth, right? This is what Naz- with, uh, Nathaniel said. Can anything good come out of La Plata? Can anything come out of D.C.? Can anything come out of uh, Indi- St. Indigas? Well, it depends. If you let God use you, a lot of good can come out of it. And that's what St. John Neumann did. He, uh, he allowed the, the Lord to use him, and he, he was faithful to his prayer life. And because he was this docile, um, you know, instrument without guile who was very sincere, God used him until he was 48 years old and brought him to heaven. So, St. John Neumann, pray for us.